Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today. So, tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good weekend, a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we have got a patch notes to burn through. It is 2.4.1. This is going to be an interesting one because it talks a lot about the uh, series or the the, uh, community event that's coming on January 30th, which we already knew about. And it talks about some new changes that came into the Pirate Emporium. The real thing that's going on here is really to do with what actually got changed in Sea of Thieves. So we're going to be breaking down the show notes this episode and uh, see how everyone likes the new cosmetics. So uh, with that, Pirates, let's get into it. But before we get into any of that, I have a little bit of news to let you guys all know about. Uh, If you're not listening to the Patreon feed, there is the ads. I'm going to be starting up a new sponsor that reached out to me. Uh, The sponsor is going to start at the beginning of February, should be running for a month, and it's going to be a a new code for everyone uh, that hopefully everyone likes um i got re- i was reached out to by manscaped um which is a a grooming uh company for men uh they sell shavers and trimmers and all kinds of stuff um they have uh signed a preliminary contract with me that starts in february i'll be promoting professional or officially uh during then but i did want to give you all a heads up that the ads are going to change the reason i'm bringing this up is because uh manscaped is traditionally Traditionally, a little more um, uh, they their their verbiage tends to be a little more adult than uh, the show usually goes. I usually don't talk about that stuff kind of stuff on the show because I like to keep it uh, safe for kids to hear uh, when they're actually listening to or you know in case parents are listening to it in front of their kids. But I did want to give you the heads up uh, for February. I'm going to be reading their ad. Their ad does have verbiage that might be considered a little more lewd than you're used to. Uh, But because they are giving me a chance, I want to do this in earnest. Um, This is the first time I've had like a major sponsor reach out to me for this kind of a thing. So I want to do it right. I want to try and actually get some experience with this. Um, Plus, I just I think the products are actually going to really benefit people. And I want to if I can get you guys a a discount on that and actually get some good quality products. uh, I think that would be a great way for for you if you wanted to do it and always felt like doing it me to give you my honest review of their products uh and for me to just try out getting different sponsors that are actually reaching out you know i mean you know this time it's manscaped it could be hello fresh next it could be uh audible who knows where where it could go from here but it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for you guys listening so thank you for listening those numbers mean a lot more than you really imagine but if it wasn't for you it would be left up to the patrons And I want to thank the patrons because they are the ones that are supporting me with their hard-earned cash. I am now at 39 patrons. It's insane. The last few weeks, I've gotten so many of you guys signed up. Uh, We're in the preliminary stages of the first uh, thing that I I talked about on the Patreon that you guys know about. That first thing is starting to kick up. Uh, We're shooting for the third week of February. If you you know what I'm talking about, you're good. If not, uh, head over to the Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash keelhauled podcast. There's a public uh, note there that is going to explain a little bit about what's going on for the, the patrons. They already know uh, i'll have more details in the future future for everyone else uh, when it becomes a little more solidified and i know exactly what's going to happen but i have to thank the patrons because that is that is 
their hard work. They're they're helping me do this. Uh, they're helping making this podcast possible. So thank you to Chateau Neuf, Captain Hasco, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Davram TV, El Cute, El Jefe Esteban, Trickster, Jabaro Five, Kazi of the Rogue. King, Flameheart, Lumpy SRQ, Ocarian Darth, uh, or Ocrian Darth. I, I'm, buddy, we're going to have to figure that out at some point. <laughs> I'm still I'm still stumbling on it. Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Munchie, Registella, Rust Belt Kid, who was uh, actually around the other day. I actually got to see him. It was kind of nice. Norwegian, Tian Professor, Real Big Tuna, Uriel Kines, or Kanes. Uh, help me out with that when you get a chance. Uh, Big Bad Pad, Meta Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Captain Denai Dre, Fergatron, Murphy Lives, Neon, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Skinny Matt, Straw Hat Connor, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam Wow. Thank you all so much for your support. It's uh, a list that keeps getting longer and longer. And if if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to do some of the stuff that I do for this podcast. It really, you have no idea how much it helps out. Take care of uh, I, uh, uh, Adobe is just, it's it's crazy uh, how much I need their stupid software uh, at this point to, to help kind of make sure that I'm able to get multiple podcasts out and stuff. So you guys are helping me do that. So thank you very much. Uh, let's get into the show. Well, pirates, um, this is going to be kind of a hard, hard episode to talk about, because if I'm being perfectly honest, uh, we're in trouble and uh, I don't know. I don't know what the devs are going to do. I feel like things were going well with season five. Everyone seemed pretty happy about it. Things were, you know, light. There wasn't a whole lot in here, but, you know, we got a couple changes and everyone seemed pretty happy until they started messing around with some stuff. And I don't know what they messed around with. Because, man, we got this patch, 2.4.1, and it is causing rubber banding. They have had to limit the number of ships after they originally changed it to, uh, to, to reduce the number of players. So they were going to reduce the number of uh, players to a server down to 16, but allow up to six ships. And that was supposed to help try and uh, help with some of the performance issues that have been going on. Well, they changed their mind overnight uh, apparently there was a bunch of feedback i didn't even see this i wasn't even focused on it i was just trying to enjoy my game and after uh people said that they were like hey you know when you say that there's no more 16 players uh or no more you know 24 players on a uh, or 20 players on a, on a server then that means that you can't you can't do full galleons on a server anymore it's it's literally limiting the the number of galleons available on a server that's not cool a lot of people were like okay well true but that may also help with server alliances and they're like no that's just gonna that just means they're gonna spin up more servers to do that so they're like all right well what do we do and they're like okay well we'll, well here's what rare is going to do rare is going to reduce the ships from six to five after they had fixed it from uh five to six and they're going to keep it at a cap of 16 players 
per server. Now, if I remember correctly, it used to be six ships, 24 players possible. And every time there's a performance issue, they tend to go and reduce the ship's, uh, ship number to five per server. And that usually helps with things because the, the ships themselves are the largest, uh, most complex assets in the game. They're the things that, that cost the most when it comes to performance and stability for the servers. So reducing one ship from a server can help out kind of buffer some of those servers and the load that they have to bear. The biggest issue is, is that they're limiting the players from 24, what I remember them being, to 16 and reducing the number of ships down to five for these servers. The problem that I'm running into with this is what did they add to this game that is making it so hard for this to happen? Like, are we at the point now where the game is so populated, there's so much stuff, there are so many little things that have to keep uh, ID tags, players are, are, are holding on to loot so much that the servers can't handle the load? Is that what's going on here? Because it feels like that's what's going on here. And I don't know that they know what's going on either because it doesn't feel like they know what to do to try and uh, fix this, this issue. It seems like a persistent issue. The servers are unstable. They aren't registering loot. The reputation and renown isn't being accounted for. They barely just turn back on achievement notifications so that when you get achievement notifications, they pop up. I don't know what to do, folks. It feels like this game is falling apart. I'm at the point where I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's start cutting some content. I know that the meme was back in the day that the game has nothing to do. There's no content, but it was a lot more stable. <laughs> if we got to go back and start ripping out some of these uh, events, start ripping out some of this stuff, start removing, uh, you know, things here and there, limiting the number of ships that can spawn, whether it be AI or, or not, you know, start start trimming down some of the emergent uh, threats in the world. Um, you know, figure you know, shut down the roar, like folks. Let's do it. Let's let's can can we get behind this? Can we get behind this and just say like, hey, whatever it takes to get the server stable, to to get it so that you can play a session around two to three hours. And not, and not stack a lot. I'm not talking about stacking a ton of stuff. Sure, the pictures look great for all the people that love making the images and stuff. But let's be honest, that's breaking the game. That is, it is breaking the game when people are, are hoarding stuff. You can tell when you go to a fort and all the skeletons are like crawling out of the ground one by one. And they're like glitching out of it like it's, it's breaking like come on let's <laughs> let's let's all agree the game is fun we're having a good time but if stuff has to get taken out let's just take it out let's just backtrack a little bit you know no one's finding the sh shrouded ghost anyway do we really need the megs right now like can we shut the megs down can we shut the kraken down we barely even see the kraken anymore can we shut the kraken down is that gonna help it's something that we did in the past what is going on the servers are on fire azure needs some water i don't know what to do i'm so confused so hopefully this is a, a <laughs> I'm laughing because in the back of my mind, I just remembered this is all leading up to a week from now, which is the community day where they are going to try and set up a system that increases the <laughs> going to try and set up a system that increases the emissary renown rewards based on Twitter posts 
with the hashtag Sea of Thieves Community Day. And and they're they're going to like are they are they aware that people are going to wait for golden hour and get to level five? They're gonna stack loot. Do they realize like just how much people are going to stack on that one day? I I I can't I can't tell if community day is intended to break the servers or not. This is like this is worse than the stress tests we had back in beta. I don't know what to do. I'm really concerned. So I'm gonna try and break down some of these patch notes because I'm just a little concernicus here. Season 5 Community Day is starting on January 30th. Uh, we talked about it last week, but I want to reiterate because it's coming up and you may not have listened to last week's episode. So let's get this out of the way. If you, for the first time ever, gold reputation and renowned multipliers will be in your hands. Tweet tweet on Twitter, the, the social media platform. Make an account. Tweet using the hashtag Sea of Thieves Community Day to play your part in boosting the, C the community emissary grade and multiplier rewards earned by all players across the seas. Tune in to participating streamers on Community Day to earn the Gilded Phoenix Tankard and head over to the Twitch Drops page now to link your accounts. There's also Twitch Drops going on right now, which I didn't know about. So uh, hopefully you guys have been following the social media because podcasts come out once a week and I didn't know to be able to tell you. So I'm sorry about that. But Twitch drops are going on now. It's more of the hunted set. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure it's the hunter set. Um, I'm going to have to take a quick peek here just to see if I can take a look at my drops and see what I've been getting. Thank, thanks to the to the Discord server. I, if you guys don't know the Discord server for Keelhauled, we got a role that you can sign up for. It's a Twitch drops role. Anytime the Twitch drops uh, go live, we usually just kind of ping anyone with that role so that you're aware of when the reset happens because it happens like 2 a.m. my time, 10 a.m., um, in uh in in london and in england and uh uh what is it 5 a.m yeah 5 a.m eastern standard time the twilight hunter set uh the flirt emote just went up uh today and then the uh twilight hunter dress uh kicks up tomorrow so they're doing more of the twilight hunter stuff it's four days they, they started it uh, on on Thursday morning or Friday morning, and it's going till uh, the Monday so that you can you can get those. Hopefully, you guys have been getting those. I feel real bad when nobody knows about that stuff, and uh, the Discord's the the podcast is the only way you find out about that stuff. Um, they're also doing a merch day thing where people are going to be able to buy stuff for or certain products for 30 percent off using the code community day at checkout uh there's also going to be a an exclusive community day t-shirt that's only available for purchase on january 30th i'm going to let you guys right know right now good chance that those are going to get sold out uh try and get them when you can um if if they're smart they'll just take reservations they'll they'll just do pre-orders so they can gauge like how many they need to make so that so that people don't just lose out on it because of time zones i'm so concerned man um i'm sweating bullets i can't imagine what the community management team's doing i can't imagine what the server teams right now is, is trying to go through to deal with all this uh i this is probably the the worst i feel like it's it's been on something that's kind of been like as money like i've been i'm i'm usually pretty calm about most stuff this this feels like the the most hip fire shot uh messaging we've gotten as far as like the decisions that they're making like people were upset that they were limiting it to 16 players and keeping it at six uh ships now players are upset that that the servers are just on fire 
I, I put out, a, a, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a heads out before we dump it and jump into the actual patch notes. Um, I did a poll on Twitter just to try and get a, a, a gauge on how people feel about the limit to 16 players, uh, whether you wanted to have five ships or six ships. And out of the 160 plus votes that I got, 52% of people still wanted six ships, even with the limitation. 47% wanted it to be uh, uh, five ships at, at 16, 16 players. Um, so it's it's just, it's crazy. They, they People are, are saying that they would rather just have the old servers at six ships, 24 players. Um, a, lot, a lot of people are just saying that they want more ships uh, because there's more possibility, even if they're going to be the smaller ships. Uh, a lot of people feel like it's it's they just want the better servers. <laughs> a lot of people are just saying they want the better servers. Um, I will say that uh, Core Virus on Twitter, he's he's the one that's been around forever. Uh, he had an idea that I I do think we we should probably take a look at in Insiders. The idea was basically coming across as uh, once a month. Uh, there's there's uh, weekly events and in certain areas of the world, uh, the shroud actually moves in and blocks off that area. So it's it's not like a permanent get rid of the roar, close that off so no one can go in there. It's more of a let's just limit the the world a little bit because there's obviously a little too much going on in the world and we need to figure that out. Um, I'll, I'll be 100% honest. If we have to get rid of uh, a random loot, uh, emergent skeleton captains, limit the number of enemies that can appear on an island, give it like a like a, a ten minute cooldown on those things, um, reduce the the percent chance of uh, of ammo pouches dropping, you know, any of that stuff. <laughs> just turn it off turn it all off i don't care man i will say i will sail in this beautiful empty world just you know hunting down other players if i have to to get the little the castaway chests that they dig up on their level 50 voyages uh if if it means knowing that when i blunder them in the chest or 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 my crewmate blunders them twice in the chest and they don't die that that doesn't happen because I'm so tired of blundering someone at the top of the ladder and watching them die on top of the steering wheel and having no clue why there's so much server instability in this game. I can't handle it right now. It's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers right now. Um, I <laughs> can't get over it right now. Uh, so Twitch drops are going on. Uh, Twenty minutes on the partnered streamers to be able to earn those. It'll it'll be over by the time you guys are hearing this, unfortunately. But um, just keep an eye out, keep an ear out for that kind of stuff. Hang out in the community Discord uh, for the podcast. So if you if you want to get notified about that stuff, you can. Let's get into the the pirate emporium because uh, with all of <laughs> With all of the issues going on with uh, the server stability, with them reducing the ships, limiting the player count, trying to figure out how to put out the fires on the, the Azure servers that are going on, um, we got a, a new set of cosmetics. Uh, this is the Lodestar uh, ship cosmetics, weapon cosmetics, uh, the spyglass, a costume, and some pets. Uh, along with some wedding party emotes, which is a, that was a that's a weird one to throw in here. Not sure why we're getting wedding party emotes, but you know, I guess they were ready at the time, so they threw them in. But we're getting 
<laughs> so we're getting those um and there's going to be a celestial can uh no celestial companions bundle i wanted to say champions for some reason i don't know why uh but for 17 dollars, it's discounted if you have a uh, game pass ultimate you can pick up the uh the celestial companions bundle what that will include is the radiant costumes which is uh something that if you we're wearing the costume you would look like a celestial body it, you just look like a very blue uh um, semi-transparent body with uh stars that look like const uh uh no what is it const can what are the what, what word am i trying to constellations on your body everywhere um they actually look really good i'm not gonna lie um looking at the image you're wearing a a purple vest or a purple uh, a purple dress with some blue pants and a belt. You've got a bunch of uh, rolled up parchments on your on uh, little pockets on on the side of your uh, belt, and you've got like a nice kind of uh, bandolier that goes across your your chest. You've got nice nice blue or nice purple headband, and you're just completely blue, um, totally breaking all <laughs> all of the uh, the the previous cosmetics as far as like immersion goes um this is this is by far the weirdest costume that they've put in it's cool looking and i know that it was one of those like hey this looks cool wouldn't it be cool if we did this we should totally build out like a thing uh how is this fitting in sea of thieves as far as aesthetics it doesn't matter it's it's cause it's it's emporium stuff so but there's a there's a bird and there's a cat um in the in the companion bundle the 1790 or 1699 bundle you'll get the 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 costume uh you'll also get the astral feline companion uh and you'll also get the uh 550 ancient coins that you normally get as well as the two or 2500 gold so it's the bundles are actually pretty pretty worth it for the value uh especially if you have game pass you get that discount um so if you're looking to pick up the costume and the cat uh definitely go with the bundle you'll you'll save money on on the pieces uh because you'll still have the the ancient coin afterwards the ship set i really like i think it looks really beautiful uh but it, it, it's really strange because it just does not look normal it doesn't look like something that fits in the world um but that being said like it's it's cool looking i mean we've got a we've got an xbox duke set and there's duke with a bunch of swords crossed as a figurehead and that was a free giveaway that they did just for people that were logging on to series x hardware whether it be through uh through through cloud streaming on game pass ultimate or you actually managed to pick up an s or an x uh for the series consoles you know that was that's a thing that we have we've got the <laughs> we've got the ruby uh monarch set where it's just a bunch of splash tail stuff so at this point if it looks cool and it comes to the game that's that's what they're gonna do uh the the design philosophy for the emporium is just make something that's that looks cool enough to be able to purchase um so those are usually around 30 bucks for the whole set. If you get like the collector set and stuff, I think the collector's pieces like the, uh, the sales and the figurehead, those are typically like seven 99 a piece. And the, uh, the, the base set I think is usually around 20. So it's usually around 25, 30 bucks for the, for the whole ship set, but looks good. I, I think it's beautiful. I just, it's one of those, another one of those situations where it really clashes with, uh, with the, the aesthetic of the rest of the game. Um, cause we really don't have anything like that in the game. 
Um, that's, oh man. Yeah. There's time limited lunar festival festival pet outfits. Uh, so if you are a fan of the lunar festival stuff and you like having your pet out and you want to get them a little bit of an outfit, the lunar festival pet outfits are available again. Uh, thanks to the lunar festival time period. This is usually during the time of Chinese new year, uh, around in February. So, uh, if you're looking for that, that's available now. Uh, the free emote that's in the store now is a something, a quote unquote, something stinks emote uh, where you're kind of like waving your mouth and something smells bad. We're pirates. I, I was pretty sure we were pretty accustomed to that, but I think you could have some fun with this one and it's free. So make sure you go into the store, make sure you pick it up, run up to the top of the Order of Souls building, head into the Emporium in there, talk to the uh, the gentleman or the, the lady that I think it's just a guy. I think there's always a guy in there. Uh, talk to them and uh, get that free that free emote. Hey, were you picking up the silent barnacle stuff for your ship and ever wonder how come you didn't you didn't ever get the uh, the silent barnacle figurehead? You know, with the the mermaid uh, with the wood planks looks really cool on the regular uh, whaling barnacle set. Well, that's in the game now. Uh, they they finally they finally brought the figurehead of the silent barnacle into the outpost shipwrights uh so make sure that you you check that out apparently it is locked behind the hoarder of barnacle gold commendation which if you're not familiar is the one where you have to turn in the uh barnacle chests to the gold hoarder um which if you're if you're hunting for those your best bet honestly is to head over to shipwrecks that tends to be the easiest way to find those um they don't count if they're the ones that come from the shrines or treasuries just as a heads up for that so uh that's something that most of you hopefully have done uh if you've been hunting for that that figurehead um that's going to, to round out that set if you weren't able to pick up the whaling barnacle set when it came out um i'm not sure why you wouldn't I, I don't remember those being time limited but apparently this is something that's been very sought after so glad to see it uh i'm probably gonna have to start taking a little more stock on what we have and what we're missing uh, there's so much cosmetics in the way of uh, clothing sets and ship cosmetics that are just color variants right now that it's uh, getting tough to keep track of all the pieces that are missing. And uh, funny enough, I was on Reddit the other day, which is a terrible place to be. Don't go on Reddit. It's There's nothing good that ever comes from Reddit. But I remember seeing one of the things that uh, someone had posted in there, and it was literally them uh, showing the difference between the seafoam castaway build rat set and the standard castaway build rat set and uh there was very little color difference between the two gloves that they were holding up to show and one of the comments that came from that was literally just that they were like get rid of all the alternates and just give us a die system and i couldn't help but snicker to myself as i was reading this on reddit where i shouldn't have been because that was something that i asked for a very long time ago and was told it was not easy to do and now i sit back and think it seemed like something that maybe it should have been worth doing because at this point it feels like we are doing the thing where it is just easy enough to get the recolors for stuff. And that's what they're bringing to the game to try and fill out content that's coming to the game and not just stuff that's coming to the Emporium. This was one of the criticisms that I know Caleb had when we talked a long time ago was is that some of the best stuff was coming to the Emporium and we were just getting random stuff for uh, the, the regular shops. 
uh and it's just starting to feel like we're getting to that point now so uh i i would love it if we could kind of focus a little bit more on ship sets and cosmetics coming to sea of thieves in the actual shops as opposed to just the stuff that is uh the stuff that is actually coming to the the emporium on that one so i'm trying to get back i'm trying to find that actual post see if i can grab a link to it i don't need to you guys probably know i, I it's, it's, of course i'm gonna find the post that is self-serving uh the thing that i said we should have done like years ago uh and now people are starting to come around to the same thing and be like yeah <laughs> you know what uh that that would be a really cool idea that would be really nice um if if they did that uh two two or three years later uh regardless the cast or the seafoam castaway build rat set is now available for purchase it is available for gold it is not a very big difference uh between the build rat set so much like the swords and figureheads that came out back in year one when they were uh doing the same thing when the hungering deep came out uh they took those out because they because the feedback was that this stuff was not that different from each other and it was not worth spending the exorbitant amount of gold at the time for those sets just for the sake of completion so they gave us uh six weeks to purchase them all if we wanted to and uh then then they just brought them right back <laughs> i'm so I'm so disconnected to this patch notes right now. I'm so over what they're doing with some of the stuff. I just can't understand what the heck is going on with, with the this, this studio right now. I really don't. I love them. I love you guys. I just don't know what the heck is going on over there. The people that are having the really cool, cool meetings uh, do not feel like they are connected to the people who are implementing the stuff that is coming in the patches. Because they're talking about having really cool meetings and stuff that's going to come to the game. And I'm like, that's awesome why are the servers on fire and why are we getting bad recolors of cosmetics because <laughs> i'm pretty sure these were issues that we had a long time ago that should not be an issue anymore island enemy encounters uh was one of the gameplay improvements as we start to dive into um the actual improvements for the patch notes uh take these with a grain of salt i'm going to be 100 percent honest with you i don't believe that a lot of these are implemented properly in the game um it's all anecdotal we don't have the metric data to be able to test this to see if it's accurate but anecdotally it does not feel like a lot of these changes are actually changed so let's dive into this island enemy encounters while exploring islands crews who encounter and vanquish individual ocean crawlers phantoms or skeletons from a group of enemies should find that they call in reinforcements less frequently before the group is defeated after vanquishing a group of ocean crawlers phantoms or skeletons crews should now enjoy a much longer respite period before encountering them again on the same island i call malarkey on that one i still feel like every time I kill a bunch of skeletons on a Thieves' Haven uh, run that as soon as I kill them, a bunch of ocean crawlers will pop up. Whereas I'm running with the gem that I just got from the ocean crawlers that I killed, a bunch of phantoms will, will spawn in and start trying to get at me as I'm swimming to the, my ship. So I don't know what's really going on with that. Still doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of change. I love the I love the varied enemy types that we have. I don't love the varied enemy types that we have on a rotation that does not end because it, it does feel like it is still persisting. Hit registration on distant targets. Improvements have been made to how 
hit detection calculates bullets affected by gravity, providing a small improvement to hit registration for ranged weapons when firing at medium to long distance targets. I can't really understand the design behind this. I feel like this was something where people are trying to shoot each other ship to ship or trying to shoot kegs and it's not registering or the the bullet drop on them is not being calculated properly. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this, but if it's accurate, then it's a small win for hit registration. Uh one good change, actually, now that now we're getting to it, one good change, selling firework crates. Firework crates can now be sold back to the Merchant Alliance and Reaper's Bones, even when no longer full, but expect a reduced payout. I'm fine with that. It's okay. Uh, the, the likelihood of me finding 50 fireworks in a session is almost impossible. Uh, I wish the fire or I wish the ocean crawlers and, and enemy encounters were as rare as coming across fireworks because it would definitely feel like I'd have some sort of time to enjoy what's going on on uh, on the seas. Um, I'll talk a little bit about this, but uh, there, there was a really cool video that Spamels and some some crew members did uh, to kind of recreate the E3 thing. Um, actually, I'll just get into it. So Spammels, uh, one of the partnered streamers, uh, he and a bunch of crewmates went on to go and try and recreate the 2015 E3 video. It was really well done. Uh, they did some some behind the scenes blooper stuff at the end. And it's really funny to see <laughs> how many times on an island uh, they were accosted by phantoms, ocean crawlers or skeletons uh, during their filming. And it really just kind of goes to show that there was a there was a time in, in Sea of Thieves when you could run around uh, uh, an island for a, a, a fairly long time and not run into skeletons. In fact, it felt scarier when there were skeletons because they had eye reaches back then. And uh, before the kegs, the kegs used to run. They didn't just kind of like walk towards you. Um, so you know skeletons because they were less frequent they were more dangerous and eventually when we started getting them spawning more uh frequently that was when it started to become an issue where the kegs were too fast and the eye reach skeletons were too deadly uh so they got rid of eye reach skeletons on the islands and just put them in the crow's nest for skeleton ships at that point it's like why even have them and it's yeah yeah i don't have anything really positive to add about that so let's move on New player onboarding improvements. Uh, when a new player arrives on the Sea of Thieves after listening to the mysterious stranger in the tavern, they will now be directed to the signposts, which will help guide them around the outpost. A very good change. I like that because the outposts, the signposts were something that were never used. You just had to know what the symbols meant, but now you can actually interact with them and actually see what they say, know what they mean. So being directed towards them will hopefully help educate players we're fresh to the game to know where to go or what to do. I, I don't know how much they're going to be able to get after that. Uh, so new players will now receive a notification after selling items to gold hoarders, order of souls or merchant alliance for the first time, informing them that they can purchase voyages 
from these trading companies that will lead to additional loot. Pretty good change there, not gonna lie. Players collecting fish or meat for the first time will now receive a notification directing them to the hunter's call where they can sell their catch. The notification will also inform players of how to use their ship's map to locate a nearby sea post. I had this pop up for me one the other day, not sure why, but I got a notification to go check out the hunter's call and I was like, yeah, I know the Merricks. Yeah, I'm going to keep this meat. Thanks. New players purchasing their first cosmetic items will be informed how to use the various cosmetic chests to access these, including clothing, weapons, equipment, and ship parts. All good things. All things that you would hope that a player would want to know as opposed to wandering around trying to figure out how they were going to be uh, getting access to their their cosmetics that they just spent their, their money on. As far as accessibility goes, not a whole lot changing. There is a new roll dice emotes that uh, when it is performed, the results are now shown in the notification window as well as the player's hand. Players using Let Games Read to Me will also have the result narrated. Really positive change, because as much as I like the fact that we have rolling dice emotes in the game, it was so hard to read what the heck it was actually saying. So I don't know if they just needed to be bigger dice, but this seems like a very positive accessibility option for those who either can't see it or can't tell what it is. Here's kind of an interesting one. Uh, I don't know how good this is going to be, um, but it deals with spatial audio support. So if you're not aware, um, the Xbox Series X systems and uh, PCs support uh, Atmos capable systems. Um, if you're using the new Xbox wireless headsets or the new Xbox wired headsets, uh, for the series systems that that uh, just released this last, I, I believe it was 2021, uh, they support Atmos uh, or Dolby Atmos, which is is kind of a, a specialized one-time purchase to buy a license to be able to get uh, Dolby Atmos surround sound capabilities. I believe it's $15 in the United States. Uh, the price may vary depending on where you're at. And once you buy that, you can then have access to, instead of just the Windows Sonic uh, or, or standard um, stereo mix audio, you can now get the 3D audio that we've had for a while uh, on Atmos capable systems, whether it be headsets or home theater systems. So the players on Xbox Series X and S and supported PCs can now enable spatial audio and experience full immersive surround and elevation audio for both headphones and Atmos capable theater systems. To enable spatial audio on Xbox Series X, S, and uh, head over to the Xbox platform settings, all settings, display and sound, audio output, and then headset format. If you want to enable spatial audio on supported PCs, you're going to have to head over to the Windows Sound Control Panel and within the properties for the preferred playback device, enable spatial sound. Then navigate to the in-game audio settings and enable spatial sound in the, the actual game settings. So 
if you wanted to hear people above you if you wanted to hear uh creatures above you or things that are that are below you like whether they be uh, mermaid statues kegs things like that uh having spatial audio so that it, it accounts for not just what's around you in a circumference or a, a uh, i guess it would be a circumference the circle around you from left to right and to front and back uh, but also above you and below you spatial audio should help kind of try and triangulate those sounds based on where you are in relation to them in the game so that you can actually tell where they are and have a better sense of uh, emergence and just kind of knowledge of what's going on around you so interesting change I, I wasn't expecting that but hopefully that isn't something that's causing issues with the servers I don't know how but at this point I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it doesn't uh, let's talk about the optimizing server server performance because they talked about this in the actual patch notes I don't know how accurate these are going to be because it seems like they've already kind of changed on this based on the feedback so uh let's talk about this um they put in the patch notes sea of thieves servers are now able to optimize performance by enforcing limits on the number of players on a server this approach allows servers to maintain an ideal number of ships to ensure encounter rates between crews remains high without negatively affecting performance it's a beautiful dream with January's update, all servers return to supporting six crews, but now also enforce a limit of 16 players. When starting, session, starting a session or migrating, servers will now actively matchmake six crews of different sizes in order to meet both the six crew and 16 player limits. Um, let's just stop on that for a little bit. Uh, Caleb talked about this. Uh, he said that they were back down to five. It took me a while to realize that the reason he knows that is because he goes on to uh, Alliance servers. Um, so that's probably why I've, I never noticed that because I'm always on an organic server. So I never actively sail around to be like, hey, can you do me a favor? Hold on to this piece of loot because you're, you're crew number one. Uh, turn it in in like an hour because I'm going to go sail around and try and find the other ships to figure out how many ships are on this server. Don't leave the server. I need to go make a count and try and try and do a roll call for each server. Um, but apparently, you know, on an Alliance server, it's easy to figure out like they've got people working on how to spin up every ship possible at the same time or capture each ship possible at the same time so they can work on their server Alliance stuff. And uh, that's how they find out. So let's talk about the actual change um they went and changed it to five again and the reason for it was because overnight they got feedback that they didn't like the fact that having six ships with 16 players meant that you could only have i think a total of two galleons on a server uh before you run into a situation or I, I guess the the thing was is you could have um three galleons and two sloops or two galleons two brigs and a sloop or a galleon and four brigs or two galleons and two brigs and a sloop wait that one's the same why would that one? Oh, that's for 15 players okay so there, there's three options um basically either three galleons two galleons or one galleon uh filling in with either uh two brigs and a sloop two sloops or four brigs um which basically kills galleons on servers. There's no point in having galleons anymore because you can't have enough players to sustain having more than just three at most. Whereas 
before you could at least get four galleons to a server um actually i take that back i think you could get you could get all five because it used to be 24 yeah so you could get all five you could get five ships on on a server that were uh is that right god is my math wrong 24 six six ships four players 24 players yes okay you could get all six ships as galleons i am so sorry <laughs> uh so having it down to 16 really limits the number of galleons that are available for any given server which you know as someone who who plays on a brig or in a sloop most of the time is kind of a not a big deal for me but i'm in the minority i would assume on that i would assume a lot of players try to have at least four players uh, when they go sailing just to have that security have that fun be able to spend time with a lot more people um so they they reduced it down back from six down to five so it should be five players or five ships right now with a maximum of 16 players and the servers are still on fire so i don't know what's going on maybe we just need to roll back this this patch uh back to where it wasn't as bad um it seems like that should be an option because I know that's a I know that's a thing that can be done. You can roll back the server so they're on a previous a previous patch. And I mean, the, I guess I guess the issue there is is that you would have to force everyone to re-download something. Hopefully, not the whole game. God, that would be painful. Um, but I just I don't I don't know what they do in this instance. So we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you guys informed. I'll try to have information that's fed to me about what's going on. Uh, I have heard from people who have talked to devs that they don't know what's going on, but they don't necessarily work in that department. So they don't really have accurate data based on what's going on, but they do know that they check that data all the time. Uh, I just don't know that they know what to do with that data when they have it. But let's talk about loot hall memory controls. Um, this kind of goes to the problem that we're having right now. Uh, people are loot hauling. Uh, or, or they're 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 sitting around hanging on to loot, and uh, I feel like that's kind of the main issue because we we have so many more avenues to get loot that being able to hoard it is so much easier than it used to be. Um, if you wanted loot back in the day, it was like you had you had forts and and you went and you did voyages. And, and gosh, gosh, darn it. We were happy with that. That was, that was what we, that was how we got loot. You know, if you wanted a lot of treasure, the most you could haul was, was a couple of forts at a time. And that was pretty risky because chances are, you know, it was a three hour time frame between the two. So it was like, you know, if you stuck around on one server for six hours and you got two loot, two forts, uh, you you were running the risk of getting sunk. So your best bet was is you got a fort and you went and you turned it in and then you went back to voyaging. Um, now you just run around from event to event to event. You do a couple uh, uh, vaults in between. You get a bunch of vault keys and then you just go do a bunch of vaults all at the same time. And next thing you know, you got three vaults worth of treasure on your ship and the server is rubber banding to hell and skeletons can't even crawl out of the ground because it's so laggy. And I think we have to figure out that. I think there there really needs to be something that we have to do that the the the, the, the com that that rare has to do to try and figure out loot hauling because as much as everyone loves doing it it's killing this game from my perspective i don't do it that much because i either lose it or i just turn it all in because i'm paranoid and i don't want to lose it and i'd much rather me turning it in or dumping it off the side of the ship to prevent other people from getting it and god that's painful that's so painful to have to think about 
but talking about the changes that came in with the game loot hall memory controls they're talking about ram here uh, when notable halls of different loot items are gathered in a single place the game will reach a threshold where it will optimize performance by changing the appearance of some items players on pc will now have the ability to configure how much system memory can be allocated to these loot halls ensuring higher spec reg rigs can show a wider range of treasure xbox series x and xbox series s consoles now have an increased threshold before they begin to optimize performance and the reason for that is because right now this game supports xbox one the og the one teraflop of power for the <laughs> for this game i wonder if maybe you know i've never been the i've never been the guy that says yeah let's dump the old systems let's let's cut out the old gen let's just let people upgrade over time get the higher thing get get you know the the performance requirements for the game raised so that we can have a baseline of the 1x as a system that people can can use as a base but given how given how few systems are out in the world and how hard they've been trying to get these series s and series x's into people's hands and how frequent cloud service is or, or how how available cloud server or cloud streaming is x cloud streaming is on uh, on xbox one consoles like i i have a one x i can stream x cloud on my one x and get a series x hardware performance on my one x i don't need to use the actual hardware of the one x i just need it to be a device that i can stream to for a series x hardware on x cloud there's always going to be a little bit of latency but with sea of thieves does it really matter so i really i've never been that guy i've never been that one to say let's cut off a generation of gamers i don't want to do it i think it's it's a bummer but much like Microsoft's history, they are still supporting Windows 7, and it took them forever to stop supporting Windows 95, and it took them even longer to stop supporting Windows 2000. I maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. Maybe things are are hurting so much right now with performance that if we start removing certain hardware from the system or from the game like i just i don't want to do them I and they just shut down the halo 3 servers on 360 i don't know why this is so much of an issue if the halo servers can run for years and people are still used to that and not complaining about how bad it is and are lamenting the the death of the 360 servers for halo 3 what is going on with Sea of Thieves? Is it just the fact that this game is is so different from any other type of game that you are seriously playing on a big body of water that has to calculate a ship in multiple ships moving on the seas all the time? Is that just is that what it comes down to? Is it does it really have anything to do with all the stuff that we think it has to do with? Is it just the fact that this is a big ocean? And that is a hard thing for a thing for a game to to deal with. I wish I knew. I wish I could talk to someone about this and and kind of and dig in and, and get some information. Um, I've, I'm I'm going to be talking to devs in the future, but none of them are ones that actually deal with this. So maybe I need to start poking around and seeing if I can get some 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 names of people that that do deal with this, so I can kind of talk to them and get a better understanding. Because 
I'll be 100% honest, I'm a, lot more, I'm a lot more forgiving when I understand what's going on, because right now I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. But that's that's kind of the main things that came with this uh, 2.4.1 patch. Um, there's a bunch of gameplay fixes, but I'll be honest, I, I don't want to go over those too much, because all the gameplay fixes that I have... I still run into bugs in the issue. So things that I've been having issues with right now, uh, you still can't hear holes in the ships. Um, I was playing with Davram the other day. Uh, I came downstairs. He was patching a hole over the over the the stove, and he asked me how many holes uh, I I was I heard, and I told him I heard the one that he was patching, and he's like, "Would you believe me if I told you there were three? And I said, nope, I only heard the one. And he said, nope, we had three. So that's a problem. That's that's a real problem because not having accurate audio audio information on how many holes you have can really change what your process is in the middle of a fight. If I if I can only hear one hole going and I don't hear the creaking of the ship, uh, I think my ship is in better position than it actually is. If my ship is almost uh, about to sink, and that's because I couldn't hear the other holes and my ship is filling up faster than I think it is between cannon shots. That is a significant problem because I trust that information. I have to trust that information if I'm so low on a sloop. I don't have anyone to tell me that stuff is going wrong. Uh, and same thing with a galleon. If everyone's on top deck, that's two floors you have to drop down to to be able to tell what's going on. And if no one is going down to check because all they think is there's one hole in a couple mid deck, then it's going to be really, really bad, really, really quickly, uh, which is a real shame. One of the things they did change um, that was kind of a, a bummer, uh, digging up and quickly burying booby trap treasure should no longer cause enemies to retreat back into the sand. Sad. No longer can you, no longer when, uh, when treasure is spawning skeletons, uh, can you actually send them back down. They will continue to rise up even if you try to bury the item that you just dug up. A couple things that I think you might want to know about. Uh, sounds like the a problem where people were able to get into a ship from underneath in the water uh, it says players attempting to glitch through a ship's hull from the water will now be safely teleported away from the ship, uh, meaning that they can't get into the ship when trying to glitch through the bottom of it. Uh, it also looks like the uh, party boat cannons on a brigantine, if players uh, try to fire themselves from that, they should uh, travel in the intended direction instead of going across. Uh, also, while browsing a barrel or crate with a mouse and keyboard, moving the mouse quickly between the crate and inventory should no longer cause the crate to lose mouse focus and become unresponsive. And one of the main last ones is when a robot's storage chest is emptied, the tooltip now updates to show emptied without needing to open it. Uh, I know that there's still a few UI changes I'd like to see with those storage crates just to try and make sure th things are uh, a lot more um, apparent when you're trying to take stuff out if it's full or if it's uh, if, if there's nothing left in the barrel things like that um, apparently there's been some changes to the megalodons when a megalodon attacks a player ship it should no longer intersect with the player ship and cause it to be thrown into the air so no more flying ships as a result of the megalodon and defeating a megalodon when it is close to a ship should no longer cause the ship to be thrown into the air uh, upon encountering a megalodon it should no longer become stuck when following close behind a player's ship 
and should change direction before attacking. Pursuing a Megalodon should now navigate more smoothly around the rocky arches found out in the sea. Um, yeah, so the, it, it seems like they've put a little work into trying to make sure that the Megalodon is uh, trusted as an encounter, that you're not going to lose your ship or cause any issues with it. Uh, some good changes to the ships uh, in, in surge crates just to make sure that things are working. Um, bearing a broken emissary flag and digging it up will no longer cause it to lose its gold value when cashed in with the Reaper's bones. Digging it up and quickly burying booby trap treasure should no longer cause enemies to retreat back in. Oh, I did mention that. Never mind. I don't know why, why that one uh, popped up when it did. Uh, crews are no longer able to retrieve a buried treasure map from the quest boards while in uh, the arena contest, which is just, it's uh, like, what a weird oversight to, to have to deal with. Uh, so I guess that's, that's changing there. There's been some good changes and some adjustments to sitting and sleeping as far as like being able to get, uh, damaged while from ranged weapons, uh, while sleeping, uh, just being able to sit in spots better or, you know, not end up being like in the middle of the ground in certain taverns. Uh, I think it was ancient spire and plunder outpost. Uh, you'll no longer be, uh, a sitting in the middle of the floor um wraps or wraps rats should still persist on ships uh with water even if it, uh, the player leaves the ship and returns uh when a galleon's lower and middle decks fill with water rats will now be seen using these stairs to evacuate to the top deck more clearly uh stuff that i've definitely seen on on uh sloops which i definitely like i, th I think that's really cool um there's some changes to the tunnels the dam the sunken kingdom some tall tale changes um nothing too impactful hopefully things that really shouldn't be uh, things you have to worry about as far as like ab abuses or, or things like that just changes like for example captains uh, of the damned braziers can now be more clearly seen from the watchtower uh, at all graphic quality settings so little things like that good tweaks um, they definitely went through and put more actual work into these notes to kind of talk about specifics uh, as far as things being pointed out that that were either issues that had gotten fixed or uh, things like that. It's it's nice to be able to read through these, even if they may not seem like there's something that are important enough to talk about. I do appreciate that. So uh, th there's like weird ones like uh, uh, some pirate body types should no longer be shown with disconnected limbs when viewed from a distance while wearing items from the bell brigade midnight blades or party boat clothing sets very important and you know glad that things like that get fixed uh players should now be able to see visual effects when another player hits the wood placed in a campfire um there's all these little bugs that that we have in the game and you know when we actually get to see these it's like first off some of these we definitely knew some of these we didn't know but it's nice to see that if these are getting fixed then now we can take these notes go into the game and actually do testing on these uh, instead of not having this information. I can actually go and, and test some of these things in Insiders or in just the, the retail version to make sure that they are working as intended because if they're not, then it's something that needs to get shared with the team. They need to find out about it so that they can take another look at it, make sure that it's uh, working as intended as opposed to uh, just assuming that these are not things that people are going to read or care about um, but definitely have these these bugs that are listed and then you you submit these bugs and they're like oh well these these bugs are fixes uh, these these reports are non-valid but if we can say like hey tested uh, the old boar firework uh, uh, to make sure that it has the appropriate audio effect when fired in patch 2.4.1 
then they can take another look at it and be like, okay, well, that was in the patch notes. We thought we had that fixed. Now we can actually go and see what's going on with that. Things like the the tattoo of ancient gold now appears correctly on a uh, range of large pirate body shapes. That's something that can uh, be be tested against now that we have that information. So thank you to the devs uh, in the CM team who wrote up the the reports passing on this information. Uh, we now have a very long list of things that we can go and test uh, to make sure that, that these things are getting properly changed and that they aren't uh, that they're that they're basically working intended. All right, pirates, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, I had a really good time trying to work out what I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, they dropped a patch and uh, we got a chance to jump in to the patch notes. So hopefully this was good information for you. Um, keep an eye out on the 30th for the actual uh, Sea of Thieves community day. Uh, my community actually surprised me. I got a package uh, from a bunch of the community members on Friday and it was a bunch of gifts. Uh, it was a couple uh, cards, one of them from England with a bunch of uh, messages from a lot of the Keelhauled members uh, over in the UK. So thank you to them. Uh, and as well as a bunch of uh, members in the, the United States, they all wrote a bunch of really beautiful messages to me. And it, and it, and it just it brought tears to my eyes. I had a really hard time reading through them in front of uh, them on stream. But uh, they got me a Lego pirate set. Uh, as well as a beautiful uh, diamond uh, painting, which if you if you have never heard of the diamond paintings, they're they're little um, kind of studs that you put on a, a sticky paper, and it's kind of like fill in the uh, fill in the blanks or or uh, paint by numbers, but with little diamond studs. Uh, they look really cool, I, and and I got a really awesome photo uh, from Kylia. Uh, Crow managed to to swipe a or, or Captain Crow or Admiral Crow managed to to pick up a. Uh, Lego pirate set which just went out of uh, print or not print but production uh, so that's actually a collector's item now but I'm going to rip that thing open and put it together because why the heck not uh, and and thank you to Zam Wow for getting me a really awesome little uh, Pirates of the Caribbean it's the black pearl but it's one of those little tiny uh, metal piecing together puzzle guys where you kind of bend the little tabs and you put it all together I'm really bad at those but I, I love them for what they are so I think what I'm going to be doing is for the 30th for Sea of Thieves on the community stream, I'm going to see if I can set up the uh, the webcam that I have uh, in a way that I can use it to uh, showcase like me actually putting together uh, the Pirates Lego set. Um, instead of playing the game, uh, I think what I want to do is I want to actually celebrate the community day by putting together the, the Lego kit and the, and the Black Pearl kit uh on stream for the community uh who who got it for me and try and celebrate that so uh that's the the tentative goal right now unless something weird happens in the next week um but that is going to be sunday on the 30th uh, i don't have times right now but if i had to take a stab at it i'd probably try and shoot for around 10 a.m pacific time or 11 a.m pacific time uh the the best thing honestly is probably keep an eye on my twitter uh, or the Keelhauled Pod uh, Twitter or in the Discord because those are, are generally where I send out the notifications for that kind of stuff. Um, anyone that drops by is welcome to come say hi and hang out and just chat about the game. Uh, but with, with things going the way they are, I'll probably be keeping eye on the ledgers just to make sure that I still hit the Reapers and Athenas. I don't know that I'll hit Athenas this week. I had a really bad session uh, as far as like trying to actually get Athena done. And there's only like eight days left in the month. Uh, but Reapers should be good. 
Uh, I just got off of the the game. I was at Out, Ancient Spire Outpost checking some of the uh, the the different stuff as far as like the Emporium to kind of talk about it for the show. Someone graciously left a level four uh, flag for Order of Souls just hanging out in the outpost. I don't know who who the folks are that do that, but man, it was so nice. I, I hopped on this loop. I dropped it on the floor. And I sailed over to Reaper's hideout, threw up the flag, added it. It gave me such a nice boost in Reaper emissary, or Reaper, yeah, emissary uh, ledger position, just to to kind of buffer that a little bit more. So I'll be keeping an eye on that as we go into the the Sea of Thieves Community Day, uh, just to make sure that you know my ledger positions are are safe, and if I need to get on and do some reaping, I can. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping to kind of work a little bit on the week uh, just to jump in for a half hour, hour, just to grab some gems or something, go deliver it to the Reaper's hideout, stay above that, a healthy number above the uh, the the top or the, the tier down from the top, uh, just so I don't have to worry about it too much. But I do want to build these Lego kits because you guys, the community, you got them for me. I want to put them together. I want to showcase them. Uh, they're, they're really fun. And who doesn't like watching Lego, man? Who doesn't like watching? Like they have a show for lego and people building lego there's a market there so i'm gonna do that if you want to get a hold of me there's plenty of ways to do so uh, i talked a little bit about them in the in uh, just previously but if you want to reach out to me you can always do so on twitter that's the best place to reach me uh, at c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n uh, or at keel pod those are the two accounts that i have for sea thieves predominantly uh, my personal account i usually use for talking a little bit about everything uh, I've also got the the new podcast going. the the wrap the Xbox wrap up podcast is a new podcast that I'm doing. I'm three episodes in. If you want to get gaming news on Fridays uh, after all the news has come out for the week, uh, I've been doing a weekly wrap up for gaming industry news in general. You can just search the Xbox wrap up podcast on any service. There's a good chance that the feeds are going out to to all the different uh, podcatchers available. If there's one that's missing, let me know. I'll see if there's a way that I can get that RSS feed set up for that that service. Uh, but if you want general gaming news, if you enjoy listening to what I have to say, uh, the Xbox Wrap Up podcast is a second show that I'm doing just to try and kick off a more general show that I can I can use as a uh, way to kind of break out the the old uh, shore leave episodes that I used to do for the podcast and put those into a more focused uh setting that that actually caters to being able to talk directly to gaming news uh as opposed to me just trying to come up with a reason to do a shore leave episode and then end up failing at, at putting it out this kind of sets me on a trajectory i've got a schedule i've got to do it every week so uh it helps me kind of with that repetition but if if that if that interests you just head out look for the xbox wrap-up podcast if you're if you're at the end of the podcast now and you've been listening this long thank you to to you for keeping up with this i really appreciate it uh it means a lot to to know that you guys have been uh sticking with the podcast listening to the whole episode it's it's weird but um if you have an opportunity if you haven't already uh head over to itunes uh there's five star reviews uh that you can put up there that help out with uh discovery with helping out um, it doesn't do anything for analytics, but it does help people who are checking out see these podcasts to see up-to-date reviews that let people know like, hey, this is still active. There's nothing that's really changed or it's it's this is how it's always been. You can also jump over to Spotify. They're doing five-star reviews now, which is kind of cool. Uh, nice to see the support there. And, and if you do that, I just I, I appreciate it. There's nothing that... 
it really does it just helps with analytics for them just make sure that the show is is popular that people are finding it that when they search sea of thieves they're getting something other than the uh official sea of thieves podcast which we're still waiting on a new episode it's been close to two months now i think since the last episode back in november uh but hopefully if people want to get sea of thieves news they're finding this podcast and they're they're enjoying it as well so um thank you pirates i really appreciate it uh it feels like a weird episode but it's just kind of a weird situation right now with with sea uh, thieves in general so thank you i love you and i look forward to sailing with you on the sea of thieves state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta. People never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, Two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast, rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing. Are you into the cyberpunk tabletop games or excited for cyberpunk 2077? Are you looking to brush up on the lore, stay up on all the latest news, and talk about the game when it comes out? Check out the cyberpunk lorecast. A show from Robots Radio with me, your host, Robots. We'll go over all the details you need to know about the world, characters, and story of cyberpunk. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.